The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you, are you, are you not From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Are You Not Entertained? Now here's your host, Ed Nathanson. What's up, dudes? <laughs> I'm back again. And this time, you might hear my voice, and it doesn't have that sweet, marvelous tone to it. It's because I love you as an audience, and because I love you so much, I couldn't make it to the studio to get in, but I wanted to get this done. So Dave Yaz, being the producer extraordinaire that he is, was able to hook it up via the interwebs. So I'm talking to you from another dimension. It's like, um, you know, when Commissioner Gordon has to get Batman on the bat phone, we have the Ed phone. In that's right for that's times right. like this you know when that's it's, right when it's, exactly we must exactly. hear your voice we can hear you just fine there ed so excellent we look excellent to yep. you know you miss a little of the the smooth velvetiness of my voice <laughs> but you still get the spirit and that's, that's right. what really matters so i have to tell you i went recently to the rhode island comic-con and if you're in new england the providence one is the best one to go to every year it's bigger and better than boston and it's the only time i'll ever say that about anything about rhode island but it is the case with comic-con and why i bring that up because i met one of my movie heroes there i met the ham porter from the sandlot now this is the the chubby kid Yes. The, the one with the red freckles. Is that correct? Am I on the right the, track? You're yeah, killing okay. me, Smalls, kid. Yeah, you, you, he's the one who says you're killing me, Smalls. He's, That's right. right yes. Go. Okay, good, good, yes. good. Yes, the great Hambino, as they call him, <laughs> <laughs> right. in the movie. Right. And, and it got me thinking uh, to a very important topic that I wanted to discuss with you, my, my purveyor of all things pop culture, mm. which is the top 10 sports movies of all time. All right. Now, I'm, I'm ready. The public awaits. That's Um, right. Yes. And and so, Dave, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this uh, not like I do with typically of my lists. This is not intention. This is not my list of the top ten. Meaning that I think my opinion. These, I think, I'm trying to be as objective as possible. Okay. If that makes sense. So yeah, no, no weird pet choices necessarily. More like okay. Got it. Correct. So I really, now that being the criteria here, I'm hoping that you will feel free to come in and, as they say in The Shining, correct me <laughs> <laughs> if you think I'm wrong. By fair? The, yes, by the way. But yes, I, 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 that is completely fair. You, you've opened yourself up to scrutiny, bravely so. And the only thing I would add is I went to see Dr. Sleep since you made the Shining reference. I went to see Dr. Sleep with my son. And uh, sadly for me, it delivered on its title, the title of the yes. movie. Oh, no. Oh, yes. no. All right. Well, we're going to discuss kind of that in another podcast because okay. I vehemently, vehemently disagree. I didn't we'll say discuss- it sucked. I just said I fell asleep. Maybe. Oh, Jesus. Maybe I have the Shining. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So do you want to get into this? Are we ready? Yeah, let's do it. Bring it on. All right. In descending order, okay. at number 10. Number 10. Is White Men Can't Jump. Oh, excellent choice. Yes. Yes. So, so really, a great comedy, great sports movie. Mm-hmm. Insults, trash talk, 
you know, flying fast and furious. The basketball scenes are really fun. And, you know, they, and Woody, by the way, even more than Wesley looks like he can really play. Mm. Um, Wesley, not so much. Uh, but the story is also pretty cool. You know, you got Woody and Wesley Snipes, you know, playing their parts perfectly. But the real star of the show is neither one of those, in my opinion. It's Rosie Perez. Oh, no. The yes, Stuk- is Woody Harrelson's Jep, Jep, go ahead, what did he say? <laughs> I said the Stookies, the Stookies. <laughs> exactly, yeah. her Jeopardy-loving girlfriend. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things that's always tough in sports movies is making actors look like they can actually play, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, but both Woody and Snipes are really believable. Um, there's only one other basketball movie on my list, and I'll save that for later. That's better. Um, but... You know, I think that this is funny. It's an engaging story. It's like it's one of those movies, and you might disagree that when it's on TV, you you can't miss. You know, you just won't flip the channel. It's one yeah. that's going to stay there, um, and it still very much holds up. I just watched it like two weeks ago again, and I thought it was great. Um, it even has a very uh, underrated presence of Kadeem Hardison. Yeah, if, <laughs> I can't remember. I can't believe I remember that guy. Dwayne Wayne. Name. Dwayne Wayne. That's right. From, that's uh, right yeah. from the cause. Cosby show. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, but. Um, well, the, it was favorite. the Cosby spinoff, Ed, right? What was that called? A Different World. A di- but he was on both. Maybe. If I maybe so. Right. Yeah, maybe yes. so. Yeah. But his famous line, we go in Sizzler. Yeah. We go in Sizzler. <laughs> I love it. And they never what made it think? to Sizzler. Is that a fair entry? It's a good. I like where it is on the list. I, I, I might raise an eyebrow if it were like top three, but top ten. It's a lovable movie. I don't have too much negative to say about it. The only, My only nitpick with it is. The plot falls apart a little bit where Wesley Snipes is like Woody Harrelson's like basketball like mentor and life mentor. He's trying to teach him about life. And then he he basically encourages Woody to go behind Rosie Perez's back. And he does, and she leaves him. And then at the end, he's kind of like, Whoop, you should have listened to the woman, man. You know, it, it that always... That's true. It is kind of weird. True. Yeah. You know, I kind of, you're, you're so right, and yeah. I do, but I kind of like that it kind of didn't end so well. Either. Well, that, oh, I like that too. Yeah, the, the, it shouldn't be because they, he wins the basketball part and then learns he sacrifices something about life. I can't believe we're speaking this in a literary fashion about white men can't jump, but the other, <laughs> the other, but the other, uh, the other footnotes are you're, you're, dead on about Wesley and I never would have known he was he looks like an athlete the actor looks like an athlete he looks fast I recently learned that in the movie Major League he is when he runs he is actually so slow he was and not graceful he was only portrayed once uh, running when it wasn't in slow motion so they always put him in slow motion to make him look fast when he was stealing second base oh my god yeah. I never knew that Willie Mays Hayes Willie is Mays not Hayes. fast I know wow. and, he, and he looks he, I wouldn't have known he sucked at basketball until somebody told me after the movie you know he, he, so they get away with that very nicely and uh it's it's also a nice kind of homage to the street basketball game in la i love the way the movie begins with the uh, the acapella singers the doo-wop singers yes. you know oh yep. yes 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 okay good one number nine number nine The Fighter. Whoa. Excellent yes. choice. Yes. And this is also, maybe I'm a little hometownish here in, in how I say this, you know, Homerist. Mm-hmm. But uh, this movie's amazing and mm-hmm. literally has some Academy Awards to prove it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the true story, if you're not familiar with the movie, of Mickey Ward and his brother, Dickie Eglin, who is his trainer. 
and the wards rise from you know the 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 not so great world of Lowell, Mass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no offense to Lowell, but mm-hmm. I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to world champion is really it's incredibly heartfelt and really the fighting. While there's not too many fighting scenes, is great. Yeah. You know, obviously, as Massachusetts mass holes like we are, the story has extra special meaning to to seeing some local boys become legends. You know, the, you have the love and conflict between the two main characters, and that's really awesome to watch. But the incredible supporting roles are really well done. Their mother, you know, do you remember the mother? Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> evil. Right. To Mickey's girlfriend, played yep. by Lois Lane, mm-hmm. right? Yep, to yep. their to their big gaggly group of sisters, who was like, there seemed like 10 of them. <laughs> yeah. They seem like real Boston chicks. I, I, I don't recall whether they were actual... Um, they maybe they lifted a few people actually, you know, from the streets of Lowell to appear in the movie. They seemed really genuine. Yeah, I mean, this is it's incredibly well acted, mm-hmm. which a lot of sports movies aren't necessarily. And it, there's a real story behind it. It's Rocky in real life in one way, shape, or form. Yeah, he is you know, kind of the Rocky story. But are you yeah. are you intentionally burying the lead here? You haven't mentioned Christian Bale yet, or did you? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm getting there. Okay, I'm getting there. okay. Yes, but it's one of those movies again. If it's on TV, I'm watching it um, yep. now. To Christian Bale, so he is just phenomenal in mm-hmm. this movie. Um, maybe his best acting ever. He plays a drug addict who was mm-hmm. a, a guy who was actually Dickie Eklund, and I'm going to get to how I know his story personally, mm-hmm. um, you know, was a legend. He was supposedly, you know, this controversy. He fought Sugar Ray Leonard, but he knocked him down. Right. One of the few guys to ever do that and just blew his career on drugs. And, you know, it's a real shame, but he did redeem himself in later in life. Now, how do I know this besides the movie? I worked with his daughter. Really? Uh, yes. Wow. Uh, so at Kronos, my old employer, his daughter was my peer when this and I happened to be working her when they, when this movie came out. So she was going out to all the premieres and everything with her dad and all this. And she was really humble about it and probably got really annoyed with me <laughs> several <laughs> times because yep. I was constantly peppering her with questions. But, you know, what can I say? You can't take the dork out of me if you tried. Well, does but, she, um, and she has a relationship with her dad still? Oh, yeah. yeah. Now. Okay. Now. But yep. she's like, even the mother in the movie, she talks about her, which is her grandmother, mm. that she would literally, like, she was like that. She would send her when she was 10 years old to the corner store to get her some smokes, you know? <laughs> like, that's like, that's what she grew up in. Yeah. And that's, you know. And she lived with her mother on the week during the week and with him on the weekends. And it was back to Lowell and all that craziness. And she had a lot to say, but he came into our office a couple of times with Mickey to, uh, to sign paraphernalia for oh, the nice. movie for charity. So I got to meet him and just a really cool, both of them and just a really cool honor, but just a side note on this as well for that movie. My son, Jack, who you know, mm-hmm. had hurt his head. He got in a bad accident and actually fractured his skull. Obviously, he's fine now, but yep. he was like six or something and hit his head on a coffee table. Mm-hmm. And having my friend at work, who was his daughter, she went to Christian Bale on set and said he's a big Batman fan. And he sent – what a great guy. He sent Jack signed Batman posters and paraphernalia. Oh, my God. Wow. Yes. And and I can guess that Dad was – probably pretty happy when that arrived that day also <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're a fan as well but i'm sure i'm a big fan yeah i mean there's so many great scenes in this but the feel-good moment is when mickey becomes champs you know at the end so what do you think of that choice at number nine? Oh, it's fantastic it and it's good that you've got a sort of a more recent movie there you know obviously there are sports movies going back to forever but 
Uh, great story. I love the New England um, connections. I like I like the way one of the knocks on this movie is that they didn't they didn't show portray any of the battles with Arturo Gotti and Ward had right. le- Ward had right. legendary fights with Gotti uh, during the events after the movie ends, so to speak. But you know what? In in hindsight, I kind of like it that way. I kind of like movies that can. It's a, it kind of like it's about the journey, not the destination. Um, I think of maybe this is a tortured comparison. But I think of the movie Eight Mile, where the character played by the, the semi autobiographic character played by Eminem doesn't make it big in the movie. It, he walks off, and if there's fame, it's later. This part was more right. interesting. The struggle was more interesting. It's a great choice. Absolutely, it's a great Absolutely. movie. Absolutely, yeah. just such a great movie. Yeah. Okay. Number eight. Number eight. Is Miracle. Yes. Right. Uh, if any any real sports movie lover person, if that's a, even a, a phrase, <laughs> yep, is. is would love has to have this movie in their top ten. Yeah. Um, you know, you have obviously the story of the 1980 U.S. Olympic men's hockey team winning the gold. And you couldn't script this in real life. You know, like Hollywood couldn't make this up. And it's real, mm-hmm. right? Now you take that true story and make a movie about it starring Kurt Russell. I am fucking in. <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah. In. Kurt Russell is absolute fire in this movie as Coach Herb Brooks. Has he ever been better, Dave? I don't I don't know because cause he's one of these guys that seems to get better with age. I heard him on a podcast recently with Bill Simmons or within the past year anyway. He's he's also a super down to earth guy, like telling the story of how he was like kind of starstruck the first time he met Goldie Hawn, like all in awe of how beautiful she was. Uh, he's he, I think he just keeps getting better. He's 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 a treasure, you know. I've loved him since he starred in the Strongest Man in the World, the Disney movie back in like 1976. Holy <laughs> shit! What yeah. a deep cut reference that yeah, is. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, look. Yeah, I mean, him as Herb Brooks with the the hair, the accent, the mm. mannerisms. Just unbelievable. The action is incredible. Hockey has never been done better on film. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. You know, Young Blood was a great movie. It's not in the it's not even in the ballpark of Miracle. They did right? it they they set it up really well too. There's a there's a montage at the beginning that depicts what was going on in the country and it set it reminded me, it brought me back to the Cold War days. Like people that are younger than us don't realize like there were legitimate people who were afraid we were going to get blown up by Russia like any day, like any day now. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had a occasion to meet Al Michaels once, and of course he's known. Cool. He's, yeah, he, oh, he's such a nice guy too. Known for the famous call, "Do you believe in miracles?" And I asked him, "Will will it ever be bigger than that?" And he said, "I don't see how it can be. How how could anything? Be? The it was a team of amateurs, our amateurs against their pros, basically, right? Yes. At the height of the Cold War." And the you know the Russian team had beaten NHL All Stars, which is mentioned in the movie. It, it's and they but they they did it with just the right touch in this movie. They went it was dramatic, but it wasn't too dramatic to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and of course, the greatest scene in this whole movie, one of my favorite chills scenes in any movie. Mm-hmm. I just have to say one word to you, and you know what I'm going to say again. Okay. <laughs> That, right? Yeah, that that poor guy who kept having to blow the whistle. Uh, happily for him, he went on to be one of the co-stars of the Americans. I don't know that actor's name, but the, just the, and the and the Truman Show. Y- Truman's you're best right. friend. He was yeah, he was <laughs> in the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Mike Ruzioni. Uh, he's like barfing up a lung while he's trying to say it. 
Great. Yes. Oh, my God. Just the best. And even the way they worked out Michael's original call into the movie, you just still feel it. You know it's coming, and it still gives you that goosebumps. All right. You know why? You know know why? Is that that in part the, the coolest call in sports broadcasting history? Because he poses a question that he then answers himself. That's always that's uh, the first time I heard it. I was like, "Well, that's weird." He's throwing a question there. Is he going to answer it? And then he does. You know, it, 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 it might be the greatest call in history. I, you know, yeah, again. I think it is. Eleven seconds. You've got ten seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Now, now personally, I would say something different. I'm going to go back to 2001, Gil Santos. Yeah. Oh. You know, (laughs) it's good. It's good. (laughs) Well, that was more meaningful to us. Right. I'm saying to me, personally. Oh, right, 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 right. right. From the far hash mark, angle to the left for Adam Vinatieri, 48-yard field goal attempt. Set to go. Snap ball down. Kick up. Kick is on the way. And it is It's so cool. Yeah. So cool. By the way, one footnote on this. This this movie righted the wrong that was a made-for-TV movie, which I believe was called Miracle on Ice, that starred Steve Gutenberg and Carl Malden as Herb Brooks. Gut- Get the fuck out of Ice. here. That exists? Look it up. Gutenberg was Arruzioni, I believe. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. Uh, he was Jim Craig. Sorry. He was Jim Craig. Uh, but it was Gutenberg. Yeah. yeah, Officer Mahoney. <laughs> And it was as bad as it sounds. <laughs> oh, it sounds horrendous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Number seven. Number seven. Remember the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, another movie based on a true story. There's a little bit of a theme going here, but again, I'm trying to be impartial uh, about, you know, and one of two football centered movies on this list. Um, Denzel, obviously, anything with Denzel is immediately, you know, charted up about two or three notches just by his presence alone. But again, this is one of his all timer performances, you know, just like Kurt Russell, you know, as coach Herman Boone, you know, overseeing his first season in a racially segregated team, you know, in a racially integration era in the South during the civil rights era. I mean, crazy. Then you got the football scenes, which are some of the best football scenes ever put on film. Great acting. What's the guy's name, Coach Schumann, uh the guy, his assistant coach there, who's in everything? I, yeah. I always forget his name. Yeah, he's the he's the lackey from the movie. No, he's Gene Hackman's lackey from the movie. Correct. No way out. Yes, yeah. easy way out or no way no out. No way or out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's I'll, right. Um, I'll look it up while you keep talking. Okay, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, story's amazing. And, and again, you see the team come together over this movie in spite of everything around them. is is literally the classic sports movie the for, movie formula. It's, it's everything you want, right? Mm-hmm. While Denzel is money in this film, the movie that steals it for me. Oh, it's a wait. It's um, is his name's Will Patton. Yeah, I that's just right. Remembered Coach, yes. I'm lo- I was yeah. looking at it on the screen. Yeah, as Coach Yost. Yeah. As Coach Yost. Coach Yost, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, if you remember his story, he was the guy who's set to be the coach, and Coach Boone came in, and he was demoted. 
Mm-hmm. And he had the whole Hall of Fame thing and how he gave that up to do what's right for the teams. Just so cool. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, you know, if I'm going to pick a great scene in this movie, it's uh, for me, the final game, you know, of the undefeated season. They're down at halftime. Boone, Yost, the players, they did that chill scene of the speech. Right. Yeah. One of those memorable speeches that just makes you want to run through a fucking wall. Yep. Right? Yep. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's about like the soul of a man. Mm-hmm. Remember? Oh, yeah. I, I remember that. Well, there are a lot of scenes to choose from in this movie. The 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 one where they, the team first sort of comes together at the tail end of a practice when. And, you know, uh, Bertier and uh, the other dude, you know, the kind of leader of the white pack, leader of the black pack, they get together, they start hitting each other, like strong side, left side, strong side. Right, yes, and strong then, side, left yeah, side. Yeah, right. yeah, and they just, um, Julius, Julius uh, and Bert and Bertier were the, the two. And uh, I get the chills when I hear, when I see that one. It, there's a lot of chill scenes. It, yeah, they, they, did, they did it really well. Such a great movie. And again, like, I I can't even count how many times I've seen it. Mm. And it's not like if you were to ask me my personal list, it might not be on it, but I just have to give it respect as an all timer, as an objective list. And as a bonus, Ryan Gosling, young Ryan Gosling is in this. Young Ryan Gosling, that's right. And he's hysterical. Uh, Even younger, Hayden Panettiere, however she pronounces her name. She's the daughter, right. Right. Uh, and uh, Donald Faison is great as uh, yes. as Chucky Benji. No, what is the uh, I forget the character's name. Uh, Petey, Petey, sorry, Petey. Petey, yes. And then I love the fat guy. I, I mean, it, isn't he great? Uh, he's singing, he is great. Singing the and Motown he songs. Turned into guess? a racist on American History X many years oh, later. Oh, that's him. Yeah, that's funny. That's him. Yeah. Yes, that's wow. him. <laughs> Talk about two ends of the. Sp- he's got he's got range. That guy. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he yeah. does. Yeah. All right. Moving on to number six. Rocky. Wow. Now, yes. Now, you know from a prior pod and from many discussions you and I have had, it is not my favorite of the Rocky movies. (laughs) Rocky IV is my favorite. But again, I'm being objective. I'm being objective. But sequels sequels qualify on this list, right? Yes, of course so, they do. I'm no mathematician, um, but I, I think we might see another Rocky later in this list. I, I'm trying to be objective. So we'll oh, see. right, right, right. Different standards. Right. I forgot. Okay, Different I'm back. Standards. I'm good. Okay. This, is not, this is not my personal list. It's what I think they should be, like the Mount Rushmore, Got it. if there were 10 people on Mount Rushmore of sports movies. Right. You, so, may, you may love ML Carr. He may be your favorite, but you're not going to keep him, put him on Rush, Mount Rushmore at the expense of no, Larry, at no, Larry Bird. I might have a towel signed by him in my office. <laughs> Get the <laughs> uh, but anyhow yes. uh, people forget this movie won best picture at the academy awards mm. you know and it's the beginning of the whole underdog routine and not just in sports movies just but in in, in movies in general mm-hmm. it became the prototype i think for all sports movies to follow i really do um the performances are great you know, obviously, this is an iconic movie. You know, Sly Stallone has never been better. And and Mickey Burgess Meredith, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a 260-pound Italian <laughs> tank. I, I love it. Um, if this movie doesn't move you, you know, you might want to check if you actually have a heart in your chest. Because, holy crap. And the fact that, again, we've talked about this before. He didn't win. That's, he doesn't win. That's what you and I have had this conversation before. But if you're a filmmaker and you're doing a sports movie, 
a, a nice rule of thumb is be brave enough to let the protagonist lose at the end. Because then if you're really true to your whole theme of it, it's about the journey, not the destination. It's about the fight, you know, it, and then and it's, it is this movie wouldn't be the same if he won. We left that for sequels. You know, it's fine. Right. But the, exactly. But it wasn't. And the fact that you know, he didn't win is also underplayed. Right. Like the, it's you don't true. Barely hear it. Appropriately so. Right. It didn't yes. because it didn't matter as much as as you would think that he no no one had ever gone uh, you know the distance with the the fictional champ Apollo Creed. And he had Rocky had come from nothing. And to me, the the fav, my favorite moment in maybe all the Rocky movies is when just that moment when you know he's for real. When Rocky he's getting pummeled at the beginning of the fight, and then he starts to put up a fight, and then all of a sudden it's almost. Then you hear the bell sound and the music kick in, and it's like uh, <laughs> it's like ding ding ding. It's yes. like it's oh. like he's. He's uh, he's making a fight of this. I can't believe. I mean, I get him mixed up with it. There's, there's a line like that in pretty much every Rocky movie. But, yes, but this <laughs> yeah. one is also yeah. introduced the the one of the greatest soundtracks ever. Yeah. Bill Conti, like that he had his he had his uh, Mozart moment. <laughs> you know, God Himself put yeah. his hands through, you know, on his shoulders as he was composing this. Right. Some of the best movie music ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, now this next one might be controversial, but let just hear me out. All right. At number five. I have Happy Gilmore. Ooh. Yes. So Adam Sandler. <laughs> yes, I know you I would, can hear the pause. You, you were you. doing so well at yes, being objective. Uh, no, no, right. no. Hear me out. Adam Sandler normally would not appear on any top 10 movie list of any kind. Mm-hmm. But this movie's fucking hysterical. It is. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I know there are going to be lots of people <laughs> saying when they listen to this, well, how could you put this movie and not Caddyshack yeah. on this list? People will say that. Right. Caddyshack <laughs> is undeniably great. Mm-hmm. I just think I laugh, laugh for laugh, Happy Gilmore slightly more funny. And be objective. Mm-hmm. Sit back and watch those movies back to back and tell me Happy Gilmore isn't funnier. Uh, I, will right? tell you, I will tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, say, I'll say this, though. Okay. Caddyshack is arguably overrated because it's got laughs, big laughs, great characters, not much else. the The plot makes almost no sense. <laughs> there were these <laughs> these moments thrown in, and famously, the the film was created with like ninety percent of the cast and crew on cocaine all the time. So it's no it's <laughs> it's no surprise. So, but ha- Happy Gilmore at least has an arc of a story and everything. And anyway, it's true. Ahead, yeah. And I just think it's I think it's one of the funniest sports movies ever. Probably the funniest sports movie. No, I'm gonna take that back. One of um, a wannabe hockey player who discovers his talent for crushing the golf ball like nobody else can right. you know it takes golf and like the the prim and properness of it much like caddyshack does and turn it on its ear mm-hmm. sandler's never been better in my opinion but you know who the star of this movie is it's shooter fucking mcgavin yeah right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> you eat shit for breakfast right yeah uh and of course one of the funniest scenes in any comedy ever is when he fights bob barker and the price is wrong <laughs> bitch <laughs> want a piece of me i don't want a piece of you i want the whole thing the price is wrong bitch absolutely and by the way apollo creed has now appeared twice carl weathers good on you carl (laughs) weathers yeah with a in a a memorable a memorable dream sequence rendition of we've only just begun we just 
We in a, in the, that other podcast I do, the past tense podcast about old songs. We we covered that song and we gave appropriate homage to uh, Carl Weathers. Who, Excellent. Who Excellent. I think actually sang it. I think he was singing. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number four. Now we're back to ones that we consider classics and what sparked me to even want to talk about this. Mm. It's the Sandlot. The Sandlot. Yep. Yep. Uh, Any American male can relate to this movie. Mm -hmm. Any American male. It's a bunch of neighborhood kids playing baseball games in the local Sandlot. Hey, you want a s'more? S'more what? No, no, you want a s'more. I haven't had anything yet. So how can I have some more of nothing? You're killing me, Smalls. You know, and that's that's pretty much the, the story. It's literally a trip down memory lane for any male, as I said, living in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's a comedy. There's lots of laughs. But it's also a coming-of-age movie and has some real touching moments. It has a really strong subplot about acceptance. You know, that he's a new kid to the neighborhood. You know, and a new stepfather in his family, too, played by Dennis Leary, if you remember. Oh, yeah. Now, the new kid is the kid that wears the Dodgers uniform. Is that who we're talking no, about? No, no, that's no. Benny the Jet. That's oh, not Benny, Benny the, the Jet. Jet. Yes, it's Smalls. Oh, Smalls is a new kid, the kid with the glasses. Yes. Yeah. There's so many iconic scenes and performances in this movie, and which is why to this day it is so watchable. And people wear the You're Killing Me Smalls t-shirts. And having met Ham Porter in person, he was awesome. We even took a picture of him doing the point like he does with his bat, like Babe Ruth. Oh, yeah. I saw, yeah. I saw that for a yeah. Great yeah, it's call. Great, great um, call. Absolute classic. Now, there's two scenes in this movie that really stand out to me. One is the first, if you remember, when they tried chewing tobacco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And then go on a ride at a carnival and puke all over the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the other more iconic one is when they the other baseball team meets them on the sandlot and the insults fly back and forth, which is which is finished. Ham does Ham himself has the mic drop moment when he says, "You play ball like a girl." Yeah, that's the record scratch line right there. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> What do you think? Sandlot on your uh, should be on this list. I yes like or it. No? It's got it. Uh, as far there's another movie that I prefer when it comes to Little League. I don't want to mention in case it appears later, but uh, I like it. It's just I've never been as much of a Sandlot guy as others. But like you, um, I understand that this list needs talk about movies that people respect and remember with fondness. Yeah, that might be the. Yes. There's a slight generation gap between Ed and I. I am five years older than him, so that might be something to it as well, because it came... Well, when, I know which one you're referring to, and it's not coming, what? so we can talk about it. No, no, it's Bad News Bears. Damn you. I did think, yes. I, I love that movie. I just think, you know, Sandlot hits me in the feels, and I always go for the feels or for the laughs. Sandlot came out in 93 when you were... Uh, in your twenties, I guess. In, what, in what, college. In college. In college. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and yeah. So I was in law school. wasn't paying as much attention to to movies. So um, maybe your. If I can have bad news bears, you can have Sandlot, and we'll, everybody's happy. All right. There we go. There we go. <laughs> peace, right. peace. Peace. <laughs> All right. Now we get to the top three, the Holy Trinity, mm. and these, pretty much in my opinion, are indisputable. Now you might dispute them, though. Dan. <laughs> okay. Uh, number three.
my number three movie of all sports movie of all time is Hoosiers. Yes. Yes. It, the movie is Chills City mm-hmm. from start to finish. Chills. Uh, Dave, I ask you this question. Has there ever and will there ever be a better basketball movie ever? Uh, well, I mean, we got to at least talk about Teen Wolf, I guess. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Teen Wolf, but come on. There, there isn't even a basketball movie that's come close as far as I can remember. No, 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 no. Well, except that I mean, this movie is beautiful. Yeah, unless we, call meat, unless we count meatballs, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I love meatballs, yeah, but yeah. no. Okay. Uh, look, Gene Hackman is one of the all-time great actors. All-time great actors. Mm-hmm. And opi- in my opinion, this is the best performance ever as Coach Norman Dale he ever gave. And that's saying something he with was, his career. Yeah, I mean, he was great in um, Unforgiven. Uh, oh. You know, the old-timers would argue French Connection. Yes, I think I think this is his his apex. I would agree. Yeah. I mean, the movie is also beautiful to look at. Just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's the basketball team in small town, Indiana. You know, again, the classic underdog formula, but with some of the most beautiful scenes ever shot in a basketball court. It's about redemption, teamwork, team. How many passes, Dave, before you can shoot four? That's right. How many times did I say we're going to pass? Four times. (laughs) I'm, I'm getting fired up. And it pulls at your heartstrings so much. Like, if you don't feel at the end of this movie, like, all the feels, like, again, you have yeah. no soul. Yep. There's so many great scenes in this movie to pick from. But, you know, I'm not even going to talk about a basketball scene, but the most moving moment in the whole movie, when Coach Dale tells his team how he feels about them when he says, I love you guys. Yep. And David put his hand in the bag and took out a stone and slung it. And it struck the Philistine on the head. And he fell to the ground. Amen. I love you guys. <laughs> oh my God! I did I'm welling up thinking about this at my wedding before we the groomsmen were getting ready to to take their places. You know, at the in the temple, um, I brought them all in together. Put our hands in, and I'd say, "Guys, after this." I just want to say team. And then I said, I love you guys. We all went team. That is, uh, I, I knew I loved you, but now you have a, you have a spot in my heart. That makes, that makes me truly respect you on another level, at a whole other level. And it was cool. Cause uh, when you get a bunch of guys like that, they're all having a good time. When they say team, it sounds just like they said it. <laughs> you know, team. It's right. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. And I mean, Jesus Christ, what a just fabulous, fabulous movie. Okay. There's only one other basketball movie. I mean, I admit I cheated. I looked on the internet, but that could possibly rival the drama of this. But it's a completely horse of a different color. It's a documentary. Game? No, that's a good movie. That's on the list, but I wouldn't put it in the same class as Hoosiers. No, this this movie is a documentary. I'm sure you've seen it. Oh, Hoop Dreams. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's just a that's horse great. of a different color. You know, it's it's, it's a, great. Yeah. It's great. It, it, that's I'm not going to ever shit on that documentary. It's yeah. great, but Fantastic. it's no Hoosiers. Right. Okay. No. All right. We're in the top two. Yes. Number two. And again, this is not, uh, this is, this is impartial, but this would definitely be in my top two on my own personal list. It's Field of Dreams. Yes. Field of Dreams. Um, No argument from this. No argument from this observer. No question. Oh, it's one of the oh, just one of my favorite movies. It's got it all: fathers and sons, redemption, fate, you know, mm-hmm. and all these heavy topics that make this movie so fucking awesome. But uh, it's also got great, 
great all-time performances from Kevin Costner, Darth fucking Vader, James Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Burt Lancaster coming out of, uh, le- out of, the, out of the, off the top rope to yes. deliver a fucking awesome performance. Yeah. And it's these three characters who are really tied to this baseball field built in the fucking middle of Iowa in the cornfields. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually went there with my friend Jason Stone when we traveled to Cost Country, and it looks just like it does in the movie. And we took pictures of ourselves walking out of the corn in the middle of center field wow. and all that stuff. Love it. Yeah. I wish I could find those now because back then you didn't have cell phones. But, you know, most people consider this movie about, you know, ghosts playing baseball. And that's just the vehicle by you really get to know these three people's stories and about fathers and sons. I mean, this this must you know, I hate to sound so cheesy, but Mm. I get so emotional about this movie. It's what I imagine poetry would look like if it was put on film. Does that make sense? It's about dreams. It's about sometimes following your heart when it seems like it's the stupid thing to do um, because you have to. It's about how not everything always works out well with your dad, even though you, you think it will, you know, and, and then but you can find redemption at the end. I'll tell you uh, real quick, Ed, I just I just noticed this. My dad turned 75, uh, I guess, three or four years ago, whenever it was. But I put together this video montage, and it was a mix of like pictures of like me and my brothers and him. And, but then there was also clips of like baseball memories we had shared together. And um, I sandwiched it with the op- with the scene where uh, James Earl Jones giving the speech about baseball. Oh, Ray, America's everyone been knows built it, right? Oh. Down and broken up again. Baseball has remained. The- and then at the very end, I put the "Dad, you want to have a catch?" scene. Hey, Dad. You want to have a catch? I'd like that. Oh, just so, so amazing. And I was just going to say, that scene, that scene, like, I've seen it literally a hundred times. And I cry my ass off every time. Yeah. Every time. And last. Yes. My number one on this list. Here we are. The natural. Oh, it's the natural. Um, Just this a great is yeah, it's it's you know it's in my top five sports and movies period of all yep. time, and in my opinion, it's the perfect sports movie. Again, like Field of Dreams, like Hoosiers, every scene is, is besides being amazing, is beautiful to look at. It's mm-hmm. eye candy. Yep. Uh, the the cast is ridiculous. I mean, from Robert Redford to Re- to Robert Duvall to Glenn Close to Kim Basinger to Wilford Brimley, it's just amazing. Yep. And the story of Roy Hobbs is mythic, mythic. You know, and the the tragic derailment of his promise to be the best ever. You know, by by a woman who shoots him. Um, but comes back as a middle-aged rookie to fulfill his destiny. Dude, it's America. Like, mm. God bless fucking America. Mm. This movie's America. It's a, it's innocence. It's beauty. It's, 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 it's potential. Um, it's, it's everything I would ever want in a movie. It's, it's perfect. It's a perfect movie. And I, I'm not saying hyperbole when I say that. Um, you know, again, I said this before, I'll say it again. All the performances are great, but Pop Fisher is my fucking favorite character in this movie. Maybe one of my favorite movie characters ever in any movie. 
Yep. Um, That's the Wilford Wilford Brimley character. Yeah. Right. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I said this before, and I'm going to tear up saying it again. But the scene when he hits the home run, yeah. and all the lights are out except the, the splashing, you know, electronics, and you see him rounding the bases. The music's playing, and you just get a shot of Pop Fisher in the dark with the lights reflecting in his glasses, just silent there. Like, I just want to cry my brains I out. Know. Do you know uh, that I, David Yaz, am older than Wilfred Brimley was when he was in The Natural? That's fucked up. I he was 50 years old. That that, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> no, that makes no sense to me. He looked about 70. Cocoon, he looked about 90, and he was probably like 32 or something. He was always old. Yeah. <laughs> makes did, no sense to me. Did, so you know, did you know that this outstanding list, did you know to finish up on The Natural that it is also a an allegory, like a, a parallel to a, to a Greek tragedy to it's like the, the odyssey or something it, it draws I've the, heard that. Yeah, yes. the story draws from greek mythology i don't have all the details but it, i mean i didn't need to know that i still kind of don't but it's interesting <laughs> yeah because it's, th- it's, there's there's a certain um weird like um fairy tale um feel about it when bump bailey you know played by the great <laughs> michael, the madsen, great michael yeah. madsen goes flying through the wall for a fly ball and ends up dying it, it like, <laughs> like it, it's that's the moment where I mean I don't know about you the first time I saw it, me and my friends looked at each other it's like he's dead because I mean we've watched baseball our whole lives we've never heard of anybody dying on the field before but it but that w- was in keeping with the feel of the movie it was a fairy tale so you know people die and then you know the the character of Kim Basinger is strangely cursed I don't think we ever really find out why you know yes yeah. yes oh jeez I, I hated her so much in that movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but anyhow there it is there, it there is. you have it. Your top 10 sports movies of all time. As I always say, you can disagree, but you would be fucking wrong. <laughs> you yes. want to tell people where they can find you on the socials and stuff? Remind Yes, you. as I calm down here. <laughs> ah, yes, please. Ed Nathanson on LinkedIn. Redpilltalent.com is my website. At Ed underscore Nathanson on Instagram. Uh, you know where to go. You know where to find me. Hit me up. Share the show. Like the show. As your leader, I command you. Leave a review if you like it. Tell others, spread the gospel of Ed. Until next time, are you not entertained? Uh